I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And I'm Edward. Together, we are the Groundbreakers. So, because the time bears got away with us, they they slipped through the time stream and they're gone. They 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 slipped right through it. The viewers may never know about them until they come again. We're doing another random... uh, So, I need you to first flip a coin for me. Uh, Andrew, you got a coin? And, uh... Heads, uh, heads is going to be sci-fi or modern, and then tails is going to be fantasy. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, no, no! It looks like tails is going to be. Uh, I don't have it fantasy. I have it as like a mix bag. It's like mix bag. Woo! Okay. Yeah. Hang on. I got one. That's gonna be tails. Mixed tails. Bag. So mix bag. I'm terrified. I need you to roll a d8. We got a straight two. A two. That is Criminal Empire. It's like a guild of some sort or a full-on mafia. Okay. And it could be Uh, either. It could be, you know, I got Criminal Empire. That's what I got. I I guess we're we're, we're calling it Criminal Empire. So obviously it is big and well-established already. Like it's... It's an empire, yeah. so they've already taken over and monopolized and whatnot. So I guess the first question is, what setting do you want to look at for this criminal empire? Modern, More modern or less modern? Uh, I like the idea of a less modern one, just because I feel like you see that a little bit less. So like a super successful Thieves Guild like empire? Yeah. We can do a fantasy-themed Thieves uh, Guild-y kind of thing. It's called Shinra. No, wait, hold on. Uh, <laughs> To to understand the empire, we do have to a little bit understand the world it's in. So, do we think a criminal empire doesn't abide by any? I mean, they abide by laws, but they don't at the same time. You know, they're above them. They put, yeah, they put on the face of we're totally abiding by laws here. Right. Yeah. Right, like, right. Um, like they we, might uh, like go ahead. They might abide by the letter of the law, but they might not abide by the spirit of the law. <laughs> Well, they have the the money and the power and the strings that they can pull to make, you know, their things, you know, they can do things under the cover of darkness. The way I'm thinking about it. So we have, you you kind of have like three situations that are common. You have the criminal empire, which is just that. It's just like a mafia style or like underground empire. They just run everything. Or you have the criminal empire, which is like conveniently flooded and is the government like the government is the criminal empire they are one and the same or you know whatever structure government or um kingdom or you have maybe the criminal empire is the church okay under a cup like they have another cover i like that idea yeah, I like the church. Or or they're or maybe they're using a particular uh religion of that church. Maybe not all the churches are like this, but this particular re- religion right, is right, run right. by that. So I think to really understand them, I would start That, that um, would mean that they're also kind of political too, if they're right, gonna right. be part of the church well, too. Oh, so. for sure. Well it's yeah. easier to strategize and like infiltrate and control than just to be outright against the law, right? You know, it's easier to control the law. Mm-hmm. So I think where I would start would be how how did that come about? You know, what what did this criminal empire do need to understand to gain control? Or did they make the religion up themselves? You know, how did they gain control of that? I feel like they probably infiltrated one that was already established. I don't know that they would create their own. Something that they knew was already strong in the area they so they wouldn't have to convince a whole lot of people to not transfer but to take up the religion 
It's fair. Okay. It's fair. How does one, a how-to guide, how does one take over a religious organization for the sake of criminal undertaking? So I think you have like a, a couple of ideas there. So, well, you can honestly kind of take a look at other criminal empires or what we consider like, you know, very stereotypical ones, right? So you have like, if we're talking like Italian mafia, they're really close to probably the Catholic religion, right? And they use yeah. that as a as a way to show that they're not all bad people. Like, they're not really using the church as a tool, like, directly. They're using it indirectly as being like, see, I'm an upstanding citizen. I go to church all the time. You know what I mean? Like, they're using it as another... You know, as a way to to show that they're that they're fine, that that, that they're just another person. Right. So uh, I guess it really depends on on how you want to do it. Is is that church knowledgeable? Do they do they want to do that? Like also the mafioso kind of top too. Also donates a lot of money to charity and stuff like that. They they want to to show that they're not bad people, even though they totally are. They also are really good for the community and things like that. So are we going to build a a criminal empire that's that's 100% awful people or do they actually have some good in them? You know, that's a good point cuz some criminal empires, you know, for the villain conversation we had uh, a few weeks ago, sometimes the villain is just trying to do good by taking over or you know trying to cleanse the world or whatever sometimes that villain is trying to do good so they could be taking over to do something in the long term but i don't know i mean we said criminal empire so criminal is inherent in that so maybe they have good sides like all criminals might but i think i think it comes... I mean, but at the end of the day they're still for themselves right, but they right, have to right. they have yeah. to have that keeping up appearances kind of I, I like the idea of maybe they started like that maybe they started you know, being members of the community and helping the church and really building them up. But their end game, which has come to fruition, is maybe, you know, go back to the Catholic Church. Maybe they have implanted their own as, like, the Pope figure. Okay. And now they truly own it. Uh, yeah, that uh, seems good. Then you have that sure. person that you're like, yo, this guy is... Uh, you have someone for the players to work against. It's not just, a, oh, the church... Is a vague thing. It's like, no, you got right. this figurehead up here, and this guy's bad. Right. So, I mean, many many of the church members might not be part of the organization, and they might be just devout, but inherently they have taken over the inner workings of the establishments. So, what kind of oh, church like, are we are we looking at here? That's that's a good question. The, the fantasy setting's a little bit harder because you you know you also have to be developing these things as you go along as well. I mean, if we're if we're looking more which I guess is the point more to the fantasy side, there's a few hurdles. So unlike the power struggle we see a lot of time, like now, a lot of time in fantasy settings, like the church is the church. Like you don't argue. Because their gods will come down right. yeah, and show I mean, themselves. They have magic powers and their gods are gods. So it's not the, the argument of what's more important, you know, state or church. It's like, no, they're the church. Yeah, um, and um, and sometimes like even kings and queens have to deal with the church. So <laughs> right, right. We don't want to upset our deities, so we have to abide by them. Which is you know, honestly why a criminal organization would want to take them over, not the government. It's more pull. Yeah, I mean, you I mean, to... you could. I'm trying to think. You have like uh, if we're gonna look at established things like Elder Scrolls, the Thieves Guild, 
and uh, or no, the Dark Brotherhood has the Night Mother. So it's kind of a it's kind of a religious organization, right? In and of oh, itself. the Dark Brotherhood is yeah. Well, so is the um uh, so is the Thieves Guild too because they have their deity as well. Uh, Nightingale, who their deity? Ah, uh, yeah, Nightingale. True. So you could True. look at it along that lines. Maybe the criminal organization, whatever we end up calling it chose to infiltrate a church whose uh, god has something to do with night and uh, things like that, night and death and things like that. I mean, yeah, but, I mean, is that is that a church that's big enough to really have a pull? You know true, what I mean? Like, true. Like, if right. you're a criminal empire and you want to uh, control a population by having a, a cover be a church, you would want to be either a main religion or a well-accepted... Right, like right. we're totally good guy religion because yes, yeah okay i mean and if the two things i'm contending with try to take over church in a fancy setting one there's multiple of them like there's different religions spread throughout yep. to contend with so it's not just one all end all um unless i take like the big one yeah unless unless you're playing a campaign with monotheism right which is which is odd but it's it can be done um and two Again, in a fantasy setting, like something, usually it's written, which, you know, is all up interpretation, but usually it's written as the gods are very active. That's true, too. So as if written. you're going yeah. to be a little blasphemous, it could be very disastrous. Yeah. Well, what about, okay, let's change gears a little bit. So you're talking about being blasphemous with a god and stuff. What if that's your whole hook? It's like this this religion... Has been created like okay, we're we're getting a little off the rails here if I, if we go down this route. But this religion has been created by what? If, what if it's created by like a trickster god or someone that want like like of the pantheons to be like, look, I, I'm going to create my own religion and I'm going to have all of these people worship me and and I'm going to be blasphemous and evil and stuff like that just to show the other pantheon gods show them up. Okay, yeah, I like this idea. I don't know if that's off. So you're saying it's a god who look has been like watching and being like, "Oh man, look at all like what my brother over here has uh, created. Look at all these people worshiping him. I want someone to worship me. And look, I'm just going to do it because I can. But I'm going to do it in a different way. I'm going right. to be, you know, we're we're going to, you know, preach all this piety and stuff like that. But I'm going to corrupt some members of this church to totally do bad things in my name do you think he like do you think his ultimate goal would be to take over another religion like do you think that's what he's working towards or to corrupt out the other religions around i don't know that's a, that's a totally different story <laughs> that takes a little bit more thought to but, it because like because we haven't even got the baselines right. of what this for, criminal organization for our simple is. Yeah. for yeah. and that might be something for later our simple criminal organization built out of this church need not be concerned with the grand schemes of the god running the church. So right. uh, exactly. They just yeah. doing their deal. So we start in a um, we start in maybe a smaller area and we've infiltrated that church, moved into other communities, we infiltrated those like church fronts. And then um like I said, we maybe implanted our leader or implanted the leader of this organization as the head cardinal or the grand maester or whatever you want to call them of the religious organization. Okay. Yeah. Something of yeah. that nature. Mm-hmm. And through that, we're able to operate unquestioned by the law. It is the right. will of of. Yeah, if some politician uh, decides to start doing things we don't like, the church is like, "Listen, 
you know, we're the, the church as in the criminal organization plants evidence, shows them he's been blasphemous. You know what I mean? Oh, he's yeah. a witch. Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, that if someone from, like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. I say if like someone from the organization is trying to accomplish something that like, they're trying to get in somewhere and they're like, um, being given lip, for lack of a better term, uh, they can be like, uh, we're here on official church business. Like, are you going to try and stop us from doing this thing? And I think, I don't know, you have probably a small unit of people who know the truth at this point. Like, once you take power like that, you have to, they may have eliminated several of the lower ranking people who knew the plan. Because, I mean, inherently, like churches and fancy setting stuff, we have paladins and stuff like that. They have an army. Yeah. Yeah. Not a standing army, but right. definitely. Uh... Yeah. It doesn't have to be a standing army for sure. You know, there might be a small cloister like inner circle who know the truth and what we're running but the rest of them might just be running on the demands right or 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 they're running two organizations out of it maybe so maybe they're running thieves guild and church same simultaneously almost oh yeah they'll definitely have their hands in most and more um in a lot more uh guilds than than just you know, just the church. And I would believe that most, like, how well known is that the that the church is being controlled by this criminal organization? I think that wouldn't be known very well. Or maybe it would. Maybe, you know, that would be the expected thing with that people wouldn't know. But maybe in our world they do. Maybe, be, maybe, be. maybe once they took power, it's just power. Like, they are the church. They were elected or, or you know, chosen, anointed. Like you said, they pretended to be good, piety generous help the community they're like we're good people we just run this organization too so get over it we were chosen right so maybe they're super flashy about it they don't care kind of going back to the old school um like mafia situation where like i don't give a fuck i am the mafia what are you gonna do about it well like i've been sitting here and there's been something circulating in my head maybe uh, because we are in a it's in a fantasy world kind of deal maybe at one of these churches one of these branches or whatever a um, cardinals or not cardinal? Yeah, one of the cardinals has uh, discovered that uh, has discovered that the god is dead. That this particular god is dead, and um, is become disenfranchised with the whole thing because hey, my god is dead, but I'm already here. I can try and uh, corrupt this what this god's word would have been to my own um, goals, to my own ends. Or is that uh, too far out right now? No, I don't think it's um, too far out. No, I, I mean, think the, the the deal is how how do you figure out a god's dead? I think that's the 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 issue with that one, right? Uh, without it being like I don't know, it's not too far out though. Unless unless just in a maybe, in that maybe. fantasy setting, people just stopped having power from that church and they yeah. uh, had to rely on. You know, they started relying on different ways to get their like. Uh, oh, you need to you need to heal me. Like, oh well, we can't cause reason. Right. So well sure. then, maybe not. Maybe God's not dead. Maybe it's just along that lines of it's a cardinal or somebody who was high up who got disenfranchised and is just like, yo, I'm tired of doing this. 
right for you i'm gonna do this for me yeah you know we could say they're into common thievery like a thieves guild but what what are they doing what are their organizational goals yeah what 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 is their goal yeah Yeah, do they have uh it's easy to say well like you said either thieves or they are doing drugs or like not doing drugs but (laughs) i mean i i have been doing the drugs doing uh one drug please yeah one maybe they're Maybe they're trying to uh, maybe they're trying to push dram attacks on people, you know. But we already didn't we establish that that's for the rich folks. You will get hard. Take it. <laughs> you will get hard. <laughs> this is the way. This is the way. Yeah, criminal organization. So money, power. Is that is that really the two reasons why you would make a criminal organization? Control, right? I think. Yeah, control. I, I mean, you're gonna have to have continued support and money, but once you have. Now, if if we've already taken over a primary church and thus circumvented all power from the government to stop me, power's not the not an issue, right? I mean, right. But I that that's yeah. why you would have it. It's like you would want right. money, power, and then control, and that's the three things that a criminal organization would want or have. But but does the uh, does the church in this fantasy setting need money? To get things. I mean, I guess they need money, but do I, do I need money as the, you know, the Grand Maester or whatever to walk in and go, I want that? And So you it, have money not for yourself alone. You also have money to make sure that you can bribe the right people, you can keep the right people quiet, and you can pay the people that aren't just the pious uh followers of that church that's like fair. you got to you got to pay your people so they have to have a way to create to, to, to generate income i guess that's or else the empire part. you know yeah because mm-hmm. if you're if you're not if you're not paying your people your people will either they're going to narc on you they're going to revolt you know if if your if your main bodyguards aren't getting paid they're going to take a right. good hard look at you and be like there needs to be a change and that's mm-hmm. You know, also just politicking. So, yeah, yeah, you could say you need to tithe and you need to give me money and all this. And that's great. Just like taxes. But you can't keep them pleased and under your control that way, raising taxes and stuff like that. So, like, back to the politics. Maybe side of it. Because that's the beauty. For protection. That's the beauty of yeah. being a church is even if the governing body like the king was against you, you have the support of the people. Exactly. Yeah. So you have to be good and generous too all the time. Yeah, as as a criminal empire, you know, I think that your your hands are gonna be in a little bit of everything unless you unless there's like a faux pas. You know what I mean? Like take um take the criminal empire in I don't know, let me pull one out of my butt here. Like Mafia Three, Three's criminal empire was like, yeah, you're you're a criminal empire, you dealt in prostitution and like you dealt in all of this different stuff, but but I think it was heroin and and like like that kind of drug you did not deal with. Like you you dumped a bunch of that in the sea. Like you took out people that that was doing that drug. The same thing happened in um, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Uh, like when you were making like your your gang empire there, there was a lot of people on. Uh, certain types of drugs and you're like no i don't want to do that like is there anything that's a faux pas to these guys probably like prostitution if you're being part of a church that's something that they wouldn't uh 
look too kindly on, maybe. Yeah, we gotta maybe. What What about the slave trade? Because I'm sure the slave. Be like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're not okay with slavery. We We want people to be uh free under our control. Free to be under our control. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, but I think that they would deal in a lot of things. Right. Like I don't think you know. faux pas because this is not faux pas. But I think that any you know major criminal empire we're going to be for the advancement of society and the reason is that helps me in the end right so yeah like yes i will invest in you opening this magic shop yeah i mean i'm gonna expect great dividends but yeah absolutely we'll give you money to rebuild this shop absolutely we'll give you money to research this new uh craziness absolutely you know what i mean like because if I advance society, I get the goods from it. And uh, that comes down to the political side of it, too. If you can control the politics, you can open up your um, you can open up your roads to more uh, economy. So like right. if if the if the king doesn't want, or I don't know, if the if the area doesn't want gambling, of course you're you're going to be like, oh, well, I own all these gambling houses. How can I? How can I loosen the restrictions on what I do? Right, right. Right. So let's let's assume then that our criminal empire has taken over like the primary religion of this kingdom. We still have other kingdoms if we want true power, you know, to contend with. Right. So this kingdom is under most of our control mm-hmm. through politics. Um, but we want to garner support from other kingdoms, obviously. I think that loan sharking is a big thing we do, but we wouldn't call it loan sharking. I mean, it's literally like the church will take care of you if you come to us, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and if, if if you don't pay it back, well, you'll receive the judgment. Yeah. And you wouldn't want yeah, that. God, God will, will strike <laughs> will strike at your soul. Uh, so loaning money, a huge thing. Um, funding adventurers. Like our adventurers might come in and actually be working for them because I'll fund adventurers to go, you know, explore and get goods and bring them back to the city. Like, let's do that. Really? I don't think... Yeah, like, especially if the church is kind of like, if this criminal organization in this church has gotten to the point of being able to control... A good a good amount of like the libraries and information and stuff like that. They would do it definitely fund an adventuring team to go and hunt down like a relic or right some sort of ancient technology or something of that nature, just to have sure. you know you know a, a one up there. Yeah, anything that could threaten our power or give us more power, we want to fund. We own the religious base of the the kingdom. We don't, I wouldn't say we own like the kingdom. Like we don't have the king in place or anything like that. We just have a lot of political power over them. But you brought a good point. Like, so we have the scholar, the kind of another faction. We have the scholars and the Meiji folks, if you will. Is that something that we have infiltrated? Is that something that we just kind of have political power over? Do you think we just pay them off? I would say that would probably be more of a payoff kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because just throw money at it. it let yeah, let these problems go away by throwing more money at them. What is or, the, or 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 an assassin. <laughs> what is the the guise of that? So uh, am I uh, am I the church giving the like just out of goodwill, like the church is giving them money and so therefore well, you support well, the clearly church? Or am you're, I... you're you're donating to a new library, right? Right. Like you, you've you've donated some money. You know, the church is is trying to get those people 
you know, like not many people know how to uh, to do basic things, and the church is going to fund for a library for 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 the people. You know, uh, it's mm-hmm. just the expectation is, you know, keeping some shady We're, dealings on the down low. Right. Yeah, we're going to fund your church. You have to turn look the other way, or your church. We're going to fund your library. Uh, if but you just have to turn your eye for when we do this thing. So, do you think that we're f- like this organization is flashy enough in its current position to not even need like us? What am I trying to say? So we could be running this church, but also running the primary thieves guild at the same like simultaneously, if that makes sense. So. But pretending to be two separate organizations, we just, you know, obviously control them and what their movements are. Or we could be so flashy we don't even care about that. Like, it's all just us, if that makes sense. I like That's just uh, how yeah. how you build it. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you I think? I think uh, in terms of this one, I like the idea of keeping them separate. Maybe that's a little bit harder to go into. Why? But I like the idea that... If you keep them separate, that gives your players something to discover. Like when you're actually playing it on the table, you can you can have this church be helping people out. You can you can show the players how much good this church does, but you can also show like you can show like a like a deacon or a piece of the clergy somewhere where they shouldn't be, right? Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're they're like under some perception checks or some like back alley dealings you can you can show that these people are here and then like a couple of days later later like the king's like oh that's legal now and then you're like wait why is, why would they just right, right. legalize this legalize yeah. i mean th- there's a benefit to doing that because you have i mean you build that dichotomy like you said the players are like oh the church is great and these thieves guilds are bad but then you start f- turning that table um for the organization that's good because the you can put some of the people's ire or hate on the like you pay that sect a lot of money so that they can be the bad guys, right? Yeah. So if you need like to you if you need yeah. to extort someone or bribe someone or you know assassinate someone, it was the thieves guild. I don't know how dare they, but really it was right. Them, right? I was thinking like you put all your you put all your cronies, you put all the people you hired into the thieves guild and you make it very obvious that this is the thieves guild. This is like they did this thing and that's unconnected to us. And uh meanwhile you have all the people with like the plans and everything like just in the church, keeping it completely separate from them. So if something were to happen to said thieves guild, they could just be like, Oh yeah, look, you look at you cleared it out, you know? Like uh obviously that wasn't us. Even if like we had our player, they might even come in and we had, you know, a disagreement in one of the sects of the Thieves Guild or we need them as a example and we send the players to go clear out this Thieves Guild for us, you know, for the betterment of the people. Exactly. Yeah. Especially like, you could set up a lot of things for your players like that. Say there's a, there's a few people in the Thieves Guild that are like, okay, we've been skimming off the top, whatever. You can put that as in as like a a side thing, right? And the church comes to your players and be like, listen, you know, there, there's these awful people that, that live down by the docks and the, you just need to, you know what, you need to go and take care of them. They've been, they're horrible. And then you, your players go down there, you deal with those thieves, and then like you can find pieces of information how they've been working with the church, maybe. Maybe they've, maybe you can breadcrumb trail them to 
a different person to get more information about the church actually doing bad things. Like you can easily do that because right, the church right. would totally want to take care of those people in different ways. For sure. And for sure, you know, yeah. So we, at this point, run the church and the thieves guild separately. We pay off the scholarly folk to give us what we want. And we just exercise political control over the kingdom. I guess that's an empire by definition. Is there any other factions we really contend with? Maybe the military force that kind of goes with the kingdom. Yeah. You would have to, you would contend with them occasionally if the, uh, if the king decides to be like, okay, like if let's say there's a change in power, and the church hasn't really like you know say the king dies like randomly church didn't have any point didn't have any part in it king dies his son takes over or daughter takes over somebody takes over and now the church has to be like okay do we do we let them in on this business or do we need to send someone to take care of this person so we can place someone that we already control into power. Right. Uh, they can also have to deal with outside forces. So let's say another kingdom comes in to attack. What does what does that criminal empire do when there's another, you know, governing body attacking their the one that they already control? We also have to think about is every single church in the world controlled by this empire or have they just controlled this one kingdom and the other branches of this religion are, are normal like right, you know right. what i mean which i think is what our assumption about. all the other ones are normal yeah yeah just this entire kingdom so they might have to worry about travelers from like distant travelers sure. coming in and being like this isn't what my uh religion preaches Heretics. So you're saying that. So you're saying that the uh, thieves guild portion has slowly went in and just corrupted everything that the church preaches. Right. But slowly right. enough, the people in the area haven't noticed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you throw enough money at people, they'll look the other way. They don't care. <laughs> like... The um, Matt, you brought up a good point. We love to give our players moral quandaries. We've discussed that, Mem. So. If you have this organization, which is into some shady dealings for money and power, right? Obviously, criminal organization. But the organization is running this church, which is doing, you know, we're giving money to civilization. We, at the goodness of our heart, are donating and building society and helping advance and, you know, supporting things like, I don't know, bars or, I mean, we're doing all these great things and making people happy, maybe out of necessity for my own means. If, my player were to take down this criminal empire, would it really help or hurt this society, right? Right, because they've became used to what the church already does. Right. Yeah, and they right. know. Like they know that there's up to shady dealings, but they're okay with it because it helps them. Right. It makes the world a better place for them. Yeah. That's that's another because that's that's something that you give your players the option to do. And if they do take down this this criminal empire Maybe revisit this kingdom in a few, uh, not not a f in in a few sessions. Maybe like about five to ten sessions down the road, and be like, look, look, look what what your choices done to this place, right? Because at the end of the day, like the thieves guild portion is like, yeah, they're bad people, all of this, but they are also probably protecting the area against outside interests because they want their interests to thrive. And whenever the town has this like party that's not afraid to get its hands dirty and do things 
the quote unquote wrong way. Whenever you take that like party down and you no longer have that protection, things are going to change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, things are going to get bad. Definitely. So let's let's talk about some some key people within this organization. We need to know who the the big folks are. So we have the leader uh, of the church. Um, we have who else? What other key figures do we have? Um, I think that you would want. Uh, you would definitely want like like you said like they might have a not not a standing army, but they would definitely have like some sort of pious figures that that are maybe too stupid to know that uh, the church is either doing wrong or they're being controlled in some way, right, like right. either by magical or yeah you know, some sort of means. Um, so you would definitely want like. A figure, almost like a hero top figure for the church, like whether that be a paladin or a war cleric, somebody there to be like, look, look at me. You you need that charisma. True, true, okay. Because a, a, a like an old dude in robes might look very wise, but he's not charismatic. True, true. So you need the the charisma. Fair enough. Um. So we, I mean, head paladin or something like that, yeah. or hero. Yep. Yeah, paladin, war hero, cleric. And it, to be honest, it, you don't even have to have it to be a paladin. You can have it be just a strong man, and he has that person, he or she has decided that, uh, you know, that this this is the religion. You can have it be a local hero that has been, like, turned to that religion, too. True. Okay. And then I think that, you know, mafia-style, like... We have the captain of the guard maybe under our employment. They're not one of sure. us. They're just under our employment. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because if we're doing something, we want to be able to be like, yo, Scott, Scotty, you need to move your uh, patrols away from this that's, area. That's tonight. officially the captain of the guard now. Captain Scotty. Scott. Captain Scotty. Captain Scotty. Yeah, uh, Captain Scotty. Captain Scotty, I need you to look the other way while we um, do While we totally up. not push this piece of the this guy from the council off this bridge. Like we're... Uh, yeah. Yep. We're not going to do that. <laughs> so you got Scotty. You got the figure. You got the uh, that the cardinal dude. Um, probably need some like a guy who's actually quote unquote in charge of the thieves guild. True. I need a, a thieves guild master. Yeah. yeah. Master. Um, and like, and if we're doing this thing of it being almost like the church wants to show the thieves guild as like a spectacle, then uh, like he needs to be out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Doing nefarious things. Like, he needs to be a front man. Yeah, he's he's the obvious villain. You, you like the Gray Fox fella. You need him yeah. out there. Like, yeah. pay attention to this specter. Don't pay attention to us. It's like, oop, he's going to get you. Almost like a boogeyman top right. guy. So, ooh, yeah, like obviously, that. this head religious and, figure and the captain of the guard probably are members of, like, the royal council. Definitely. Do you think any other members of the royal council are under our control? Just those two well, I mean, um, let's say you have a like. Of course, you would want an odd number of council members. So, if you had like a council of five, two is definitely enough to sway a vote. Uh, For, yeah, three would be better. But who would be your third one? You know what I mean? Like true. Um, uh, you're like master of coin type fella. If you like, maybe that's someone you're trying to get. Oh yeah, like a, a treasury secretary situation. Yeah, somewhere to hide some money somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Keeper of the Coin or Treasure Secretary, you know, whatever, would be good because obviously we had a money. Yeah, it was just, yeah. you know, throw enough cash at, at this other person. Maybe this other person isn't really in the know, 
Just right. they are taking heavy bribes from you to vote right. a certain way. Um, I mean, they're kind of like the the lead merchant, right? So they're all about money, and we're helping that. So mm-hmm. they might not know. We're just yeah, they might not know about the thieves guild part. They just know that these guys are uh, loaded and uh, they're helping the economy in the area. So I'll just help these two guys, their interests. And then obviously we give sizable donations to the like to like like we said the wizardy folks or the um, the the bookish fellows. Um, so they're probably you know probably one of them is on the council like the knower of secrets if you will or or whatever yeah um and they're probably not under our control but maybe on top of just giving them money for you know help and stuff like that employing their services we might have something on them like oh yeah maybe they're um that we dealing in yeah they're they're dealing like they're dealing in like forbidden arts or something like that like we we know that there's a necromancy division of the uh, the right, local right. Uh, magic school or something, and uh, we're like, oh ho ho, we know about this. Don't say anything. So so we haven't employed that, but we have that power to exercise that when necessary. Yeah, uh, we have uh, blackmail. Is what that is. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how long has this been around? How long has this guild been here? Is it newly established? Is it like ingrained? We, we talked about it being slow rolled, right? Slow right. rolled, yeah. I was just thinking uh, if, depending on like for a like a plot hook for it, not maybe not a plot hook, but a plot around it, is that if it's been established for let's say like fifty years, something not maybe not fifty, but like thirty years, and everything is set how it is, and this is a fantasy world, so this is where I keep that's where I'm heading is that maybe the people who created this, and because it, it is a local, it's just one kingdom that they're in charge of, maybe they know that they need to keep their heads down and not spread out, because eventually their god might be like, there's something weird going on over there. Like, my, I feel like something strange is going on in my name over there and might come down on them. Maybe there's a new, like, person in the guild who is like, yo, you know what, we're going to try and spread. That's what we're going to do. And maybe that's what the players are having to deal with is a guy who is um, trying to get the name out there and spread out. And the church, like, hires the adventurers to come in and, like, take this dude out. Right. True. I mean, we have to spread smart, not crazy. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is maybe the leaders are content with being like, hey, we have a kingdom under our control. We don't need more. We're fine. But there's a new person who's like, no, but we could have two kingdoms. We could have two. Why don't we have two? Okay. True. So we want to eliminate that threat. But maybe they've garnered support from, uh, you know, a lot of the low-level folks really like the idea yeah. of branching out. So we have almost competition. Within the guild, within and that's how ranks. the players get, uh, yeah, that's how the players get brought in. But Yeah, I feel, I feel like there's a lot of hooks to get your players involved in this guild, either for or against it. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of places you can go with that. I mean, they could spend countless sessions in here going and digging deeper mm-hmm. into those lines. Um, finding out about Scotty, confronting him or with the others. And yeah, it's local, but I mean, a kingdom is big. I mean, there's going to be multiple branches of that church, yeah. multiple, you know, it's, it still could be very vast. So what, I kind of go full circle, but we talked about they'd be into a lot of things. What unusual things do you think they are into or funding? Because yeah, I mean, there's like, you know, drug trade or prostitution trade or, or whatever, loan sharking, but what weird things are they uh, something that's specific to them like 
this is yeah um for some reason the word honey came to my mind and i don't know why but the word honey came to my mind honey so maybe honey's rare there's a remote village that has special honey that gives uh augmented properties to those who take it uh and we are certainly into the honey trade it's, a, it's almost a drug as it were right almost a drug yeah um, so these bees, it, only in this one location, their honey gives you, like I said, augmented magical properties of some sort. Yeah, like it do, it doesn't like supercharge you, but you're just better. You you don't you don't like eat the honey and then all of a sudden you are all powerful, but you can eat it and be like, hey, this thing that I have been struggling with for like the past couple weeks, I can now do it. You may not be able to do it like perfectly, but you can accomplish a goal. Right. Right. And so we u- we utilize that and sell it. We're the only supplier of it because we. And that's the thing. On the other the other side of that coin is just making a society that relies on honey. What mm-hmm. if what if it's in all the food? What if it's in all of the medicine? That's what nice. if they use it for everything and you cornered that market? I mean that that's the classic. Like right, criminal right. way of doing things. Oh, we cornered mm-hmm. the market. Now it's expensive. I mean, just because we're big yeah. and fancy and we own a church doesn't mean we don't fall back onto classic modes of control. So, right. Well, that might be so, how we got in to begin with. Right. Like true. we provideth the honey. The honey must flow. The spice. The honey melange. That seems sticky. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, so what's the guild's name? That's a good. Uh, oh God, names. Uh, yeah, names bad, but names are bad. So, this this guild, guild's a strong word, this organization, the criminal empire, at this point, the way we built it is almost like an Illuminati, like, it's a myth. It has to be. Oh, yeah. Like, you have a thieves except, guild. Except for the thieves guild, which are out there. Yeah. Like, you have uh, the obvious thieves guild, but yeah. even mm-hmm. them, like, some of them are part of the, the organization, but not all of them. Yeah, that's what I was, yeah, yeah, what we were saying earlier about how, like, the church has the big brains. They have the... Uh, they're the controllers, they're the shadows behind the Thieves' Guild, which is the big column out front that says, right. hey, we are the Thieves' Guild on it. Fear us. Right, right, right. So I feel like the 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 church, the people in the church are, uh, the people in the church, the people in the guild are your big muscly dudes and your uh, face men and all that. So, we need a name for a secret organization. Behind-the-scenes organization. Yep, I got nothing. All I know is that in the future... All I know is that the the future documentaries about this will be called The Honey Wars, or The Honey Pot. And, uh, yeah, I got nothing for The Thieves' Guild. Are you you asking about The Thieves' Guild? Well, of course they're The Pollinators. (laughs) (laughs) The Pollinators. You know what? I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah, The Pollinators. That's what when you when you when you the only thing you can choose from is trash you choose trash. So <laughs> I feel like they were like sitting there going, "Yo, we should have like a name." And they all they had like a couple of names that like the other but that like there's like what five people as we say uh, there's like five people and they all put up a name and there's like two or three good two good names that like were really fancy sounding and like the person who put them forward liked them. But somehow the dumb jo- Job at the, down at the end throughout the pollinators, and just by it not being the worst, it went that oh, way. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that's the ticket. Yeah, Job's like Job is very charismatic for some reason, and was able to talk to him and then being called the pollinators. Sure. That's that's why Job is big brain. Uh, <laughs> yeah, big brain, the Job, biggest of brains. leader of the pollinators. So. 
thinking back to these bees, I would like to think that, I mean, no one could just go harvest them or take over. So they have to be like, maybe they're killer bees or maybe they're giant bees that like. Ooh, yeah, I like giant bees. There's like a big hive. It's, it's like in the inside of a mountain or something. It's like the whole mountain. It's like a giant. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a volcano of honey that they, and maybe only. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> But only one... Honey Volcano. It felt <laughs> like a fucking dessert at Applebee's, okay? Honey Volcano, yes. I'm just saying, I would eat maybe, the shit out of that. Maybe it's not a... I maybe it's mean, not a volcano of honey. Maybe it's a, like a forest. I mean, it doesn't have to be a volcano. I, I, not that it's going to erupt. I'm just saying there's like pools of it. Now at Applebee's, the Honey Volcano. <laughs> it's going to erupt in your mouth. Shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> but only you um, can look at the diabetes. Okay, so maybe these giant bees. I mean, they do attack and they are deadly, but they give off a a like poison that's poisonous to people, and people can't come get the. Honey. Yeah, clearly. Except maybe a single tribe or people that grew up around there have evolved to be okay with going in there and they're okay with that. So only one, a few, only certain people can harvest the honey and that's why it can be controlled. Okay. Otherwise you just get people to go take out the honey plant and you don't have a problem. It's true. It needs to be natural. Or maybe these killer bees are sentient and we have a deal with the, uh, the queen. I don't know. Well, like, what are you trading the queen bee for the, her honey? Like, <laughs> you don't want to know. Or maybe you're like, hey, we don't burn your forest down. Or we don't uh, collapse your volcano in on and you give us honey. Honey, honey me, give me honey. I want honey. Or, uh, again, or getting rid of the bees. Maybe it is a, uh, like, elf colony in this forest who is really who are like known for their uh honey that they make themselves they have their own like little uh that's why it has magical properties is that it literally has magical properties in it that these elves have been uh brewing with for a couple hundred three hundred years or something that's doable we've convinced them to only sell to or extort exactly to only sell to us oh convinced that's a good way to say it convinced we gave them a stern talking. We did. I mean, we have to protect them from all the other people, honey. So obviously, they want our protection. Obviously, yeah. We're the we're the safest choice. Yeah, we have gotten <laughs> off the rails on this one. <laughs> oh, and attack bears wasn't off the rails. Nope, completely fine. <laughs> Look, attack bears are going to make a comeback. I'm just saying. So we have a criminal organization built on the backs of the honey trade, uh, who have mm-hmm. infiltrated. Uh, the church and paid off a number of key people, exercised political influence, uh, and really taken over this world for, we're saying like 50 years or something, um, this kingdom have a strong grasp of power. And you have a lot of um, hooks that your players can go into, whether it's like working for the church, trying to take down the Thieves Guild, which is totally the same organization, or uncovering those clues that the church is against it. Or maybe the king brings them in to be like individual operators that aren't within the system to help him get some power back or, you know, there's a lot of ways we can go with that. We learned about Scotty. Oh yeah. Scotty. Uh, the military captain who is under their employ for money. And because we have his family. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I mean, don't, I don't remember that. I, I, I just came up with it. Uh, I mean, I mean, we don't, oh, okay. not that not <laughs> allegedly, that, not that we kidnapped them. They just, uh, joined the church. Uh, yeah. how nice is that? Yeah. They, 
They're just, you know, yeah. Yeah, they they joined the church. They're not mind controlled at all. Definitely not. There's a lot of hooks we there won't for slip them. to go into. We won't slip them honey wine at all if uh Scotty uh doesn't act the way we want. Exactly. Right, right, right. I mean there's a lot there's a lot of ways we can play with that. And we could build it out with like, you know, these people's names more than just Scotty and like that. Places we can go. With. Right. All right. So that is a criminal organization. That it is. Uh, I'm Edward, and you can find me on Sergeant Bacon Pants on Twitch.tv, YouTube, or whatever. Also, be sure to check out our Twitter page, which I'm managing but sucking out the last three days. Give us a shout out or ask questions on Twitter at GroundbreakCast. Yeah. Um, Andrew, and you can find me on the, the Facebooks. Um, and I have started our Instagram account, and the been posting pictures of a logo that i've been working towards a little bit oh yeah yeah that's just kind of what i've been doing i've been reading a lot uh i'm matt as always you can catch me on uh the twitch at captain phipps at c-a-p-t-n-f-i-p-p-s uh but i've been working on my gaming room so i've not been streaming lately but that should be uh getting back very very soon and uh yeah you always just catch me on Facebook. It's best if you just uh, comment on our Facebook stuff uh, through sure. the uh, Groundbreakers because we're pretty much we're very active. So yeah, yeah. And if you have any suggestions on things you'd like to hear or like us to random build or whatever, uh, or if you maybe want to be a guest, let us know. Hit us up. Yeah, We'd love to hear some feedback. Things we've been considering: uh, doing more world builds, doing mm-hmm. more like breakdowns of worlds we love. We talked about, last episode we did Tools of the Trade. We talked about you doing some quick reviews or walkthroughs of them, maybe. So if those things you'd be interested in, let us know. Yeah, particularly um, physical stuff, because uh, I do a little bit of everything. So Yeah, definitely. Like book reviews or anything like that. Uh, like yeah, systems. game reviews from Matt. Oh, yeah. I'll do that. You tell me to play a game. I'll go play a video game. It'll be great. Uh, Particularly if it's on the Xbox. You heard it here, folks. If you ask Matt to play the worst game you can think of, he'll do it live for you. I'll go play it. I'll go play that game. As long as it's not like a weird hentai game. There you have it. There you have it. All right. Well, let's go break some ground, guys.